This is Sportscasters Anonymous, a weekly podcast about sports, all sports, MLB, the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, collegiate football, and collegiate basketball. But there's more. We'll even talk about sports video games, sports movies. It's all here. You're listening to Sportscasters Anonymous on the Random Chatter Network, broadcasting to the globe from Jacksonville, Florida. This is Don and Chip. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Welcome back for another episode of Sportscasters Anonymous. My name is Don. He's Chip. This is episode number 26. We are happy to have you all with us this evening. As always, Chip, my man, how you doing? Uh, it's been a good day. I uh, watched a lot of football. Uh, there was a lot that happened and a lot that was quite unexpected. Um, so we, we can get right into it. Uh, first off, I'm going to start out with how you can contact us. You can contact us uh, at our email. Mine is chip at randomchatter.com, or you can contact Don at his email, which is don at randomchatter.com. You can also find us on Twitter at sportcastanon, A-N-O-N. You can join us on Discord under Random Chatter, where there's sports and pop culture talk. You can support us on Patreon under Random Chatter, and you can also buy our stuff at randomchatter.com slash store. We also, uh, Don's been doing a lot of things behind the scenes. Um, you can now find us on anchor.fm, Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, YouTube, and on Twitch. We've been busy. <laughs> we yes, both have. very much so. In our in our own uh, areas, uh, taking care of the show. So, I mean, uh, I guess there's really nothing much to delay with, man. We got a lot of sports news to deliver this week, huh? Kick it off with the NFL, shall we? What you got for us this week? Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be mostly NFL. Uh, there is, I guess, you know, we had the championship last week for basketball, and 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 baseball is rearing down to the finals, but really hasn't been much else besides all that. Um, but with with football today, it was, and it's been a common theme for the entire first half of the season. I guess first mm-hmm. quarter of the season, it's just been all offense with no defense. Uh, they're coming out with stats that like are crazy with the amount of points that are scored, and it's it's no no difference uh, with this weekend. Uh, there was a lot of blowout wins. There was a lot of dominating wins. Pittsburgh just ran over Cleveland, his Hulu commercials. And it was, uh, the Eagles made it interesting against the Ravens somehow without, they they were without Miles Sanders. They're without Zach Ertz. They were without their backup tackle that they had put in. Um, it's ugly (laughs) somehow, somehow they, 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 they were down to like, their offense was down to a practice squad offense with Carson Wentz. Like it was, it was insane. And they were still, moving the ball and they were still competitive competitive with the Ravens. And they, they, they were a two point conversion away from tying it at the end. Um, which was, I just like, I, I was watching the game and then all of a sudden I looked up and I went, Hey, we're only down 16 and we're, we just like, we're <laughs> about to score. And then we scored and got a two point version. I'm like, we're only down eight with like four minutes left. I'm like, they could actually come back. Huh? <laughs> uh, New York and, and, and the Redskins played in in a or excuse me in the Washington football team um played okay. <laughs> and it was it was it was awful. It was a sloppy game. Um 
the Giants ended up winning by one point because the Washington football team's quarterback decided not to throw the ball on the last play of the game down at the goal line. Why would you do that? It was really <laughs> odd. <laughs> instead, of, instead of throwing the ball away or, or to uh, get another down, he held the ball and took a sack. It was, it was, I, I watched the replay of it. It was, it was quite interesting. Um, the Falcons didn't blow, the, Falcon, the Falcons didn't blow a lead today. They, they kept their big lead and, and actually won a game, surprisingly. Um, You're saying they finished the job? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tennessee remained undefeated. The Steelers remained, un, remained undefeated. Um, Houston was down big and then they, came roaring back to bring it to overtime, but ended up losing in overtime. Uh, Nick Foles led the Bears past the Panthers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers looked inferior to Tom Brady by a lot. Uh, the Dolphins beat up on the Jets, which I guess is really not surprising because they're the Jets. Um, yeah, but I mean, look, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a crazy week. And Patriots lost today. <laughs> so it was, it was, yeah, it was, it, it was, it, yeah. A lot of yeah. ebbs and flows today. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. It's definitely, you know? it definitely a crazy, crazy day. And then we got two Monday night games tomorrow. After we had a, a Monday and a and a Tuesday night football with no Thursday night. It, it, like this entire Tuesday past night, week was just Tuesday night was not a football game. It was. I don't know what that was. Lost. Calm down. Yeah. It, no. No. They didn't lose. <laughs> they got destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one team, one team showed up. The other team stayed on the bus. Yeah, pretty much. Well, now you know what's funny, because uh, the Titans, uh, they started the whole COVID thing in the NFL, so schedules got rearranged, and, and they had, they weren't able to play. The game got pushed back. Blah blah blah. Now they won a the game and they're five and zero. Now, remember the Marlins did the same thing. And Major League Baseball and were like they're screwed, and they made the playoffs. Like, is this just a chance to get the extra rest? <laughs> I mean, it's bad. You you would think that yeah, like no. you would think like these teams catching this would be detrimental to the team, and it's been the reverse. <laughs> they're doing better. Well, I guess I mean it, it. It all depends on like the Titans didn't really lose anybody of significance. A lot of a lot of the people that are testing positive. Are like the only major players that were that tested positive was Stefan Gilmore and uh, Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Really, everyone else that's tested positive or has to go on COVID is is like a practice squad member or a um, like a, an offensive lineman or like people that aren't like your 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 skill players that you need, like your quarterback or. Uh, like a running back or somebody that's like hard to replace. So with the Titans, so a lot of them that bad. No, like it's it, it it it's not like detrimental to the team to like they they may not win this game because of it. I think a lot of the majority of the players are being smart, or the ones that are like high profile are being smart about it and not mm-hmm. they're getting they're getting taken out of the game because of other things besides um, COVID. Okay, I mean, fair enough. <laughs> like, like so, if if the te- if Tennessee Titans were to lose Derrick Henry to COVID, like that would be significant for them. Or they were to lose Ryan Tannehill, like that would be significant for them. 
because those so are it, two major stars. So, I mean, well, because the way I look at it is, is it, when it happens, the team's not able to practice. They can't do their walkthroughs, the whole nine yards, their game prep for the next team that they're coming up against. So, you know what I mean? It, it just seems, I mean, all you can basically do is just sit there at home and watch tape. But, I mean, whatever it was, I mean, you know, Tennessee beat the crap out of Buffalo. So, uh, yeah, whatever, so, whatever they were doing, they, they, they're doing it right. <laughs> Well, I'll say this. During a normal football week, there's not really much practicing that's going on. It's running a little bit of drills. Let's let's work on some plays. Like, this is the game plan for this week. And most of that can be done virtual. Like, here's the game plan. These are what we want to run. Like, this, this is the tape. Like, a lot of it's meetings and tape and all that kind of stuff that you can do virtual. Like, then you get out on the field and you might have, like, an hour or two hours of practice. They don't. They don't practice as heavy. That's that's what training camp is for. Like right. that's when they practice, and you go over all the playbook, and you go through the plays, and you run the plays in in, in depth because they don't. That's why you see a lot of players that like, oh, they're limited in practice until Thursday and Friday, and then they do like practices Thursday and Friday. It's because they don't want players practicing a lot to wear their bodies down. Like they don't want offensive linemen going up against the starting defensive linemen all the time because it's just gonna wear their crushed. bodies down. <laughs> like. They yeah. they want to re- they want to rest them so yeah I think COVID's helping a lot with them resting and, and the players that are naturally talented are taking over mm-hmm. um and they're fresh but uh, I don't know I think that you're seeing a lot more of the players that are are talented breaking through rather than the the players that are um like the teams that are not injured mm-hmm. or have major injuries like like the Eagles for example that have like the fourth string offense alignment in there are doing terrible, but the, like the green Bay Packers or the Steelers that have like no injuries are doing really well because the the talent is all there. So even though they have to like the Tennessee Titans have to shut down, they don't have any major injuries. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of that they're skill players that are just naturally talented and have been with the team for a while and know what they're expected of, uh, expected of them are succeeding. It, it's the it's the teams that like have all these fluctuations that don't have guys that are familiar with it that are having issues. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. So speaking of Tennessee, um, we've been in, uh, we've been informed. Uh, the league announced they're not getting punished for what had happened. Yeah, for them breaking their a lot of the protocols, the NFL came out today and said there's sources again, it's sources. It's, but it's like, (laughs) it's like legit sources like Adam Schefter and people that are like in the ear of like high execs. They they know how to get the information. (laughs) Yeah. They're basically there's, they say sources, but it's like pretty accurate information. Uh, Especially if it's on like ESPN, they're not going to put something out there. That's like, Hey, this was completely false, but all the, the, uptick in testing and all that kind of stuff they're not going to sanction the steel or the titans at all for their role in the like rescheduling have to having to happen and all these positive tests and i mean i think we all kind of expected at one point or another that there was going to be here or there outbreaks and you're going to see it's like how are they going to react to this it wasn't if Um, it was when there there was no way that they were going to be able to avoid it altogether 
Yeah, which I think that the NFL, for the most part, has done a, a pretty good job mm-hmm. reacting to it. Um, I don't think their initial plans were like when I started reading the stuff that they were doing to reacting it, I was like, kind of thought you guys would have done that to begin with, not after the fact. So they were being reactionary. Yeah. Not proactive, <laughs> which yeah, is usually how that happens. <laughs> which is quite interesting when I was mm. like, mm, I don't know about this. So, um, but the the other good thing, like since they're not getting punished, um, I mean, it, it kind of sweeps things on the rug. It, they the, the good thing that came out of it was they started, sh- um, in I don't want to say enforcing, but like sh- uh, making the policies more strict. Yeah. Um, for example, now like they didn't do this before. It was like if you come in contact with someone who has COVID, you are now put on a list and you are isolated. If if you have an illness, like the flu is coming going around, so like. If you have flu-like symptoms, you are going to be isolated and you aren't allowed in the facility. I kind of thought they were doing that beforehand. So So did I. Uh, I thought, well, at least I thought that was the case. Yeah, I I, I guess it wasn't, which I think is kind of stupid on their part. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. um, So like like Obel, uh, OBJ got, uh, had an illness on Thursday and they sent him home and it was like, would you have let him in the facility if he had an illness and it's like under like the, I guess the old policy they would have. So the fact that the, I guess that's the good thing that came out of it. Um, They did have to rearrange a lot of the games and, and we should hopefully get to some normalcy next week because they haven't postponed any more games. They just kind of rearranged them, but there's not going to be like two Monday night football games and no Thursday night football game and a Tuesday night football game. It was really a weird week because I sat there I, on Wednesday, and I was like, "All right, we had football last night." I'm like, "Cool, I got football tomorrow night." And then I looked at the schedule. I'm like, "No, we don't got football. We got to wait till nope. Sunday." And I was like, "Okay." And then and it was like, "I got we got a five o'clock game tomorrow night, and then an eight twenty game tomorrow night too." And I'm like, "Okay, like it's just completely well, like re- messed it up." The, the way the schedule worked too, I got to tell you, I'm bummed because the, the Monday night football game for Arizona and Dallas that schedule didn't get changed at all. <laughs> the Kansas City Buffalo game kickoff is at five o'clock. Yeah, but that, that's like a that's going to be a pretty interesting game. Well, well, what I'm saying is though, don't you think maybe you should have reversed the schedule? I mean, you've got two four and one teams on a collision course here, but instead you're going to leave the Cardinals in Dallas for the primetime game. I mean, I'd ra- I'd rather not stay up late to watch the Kansas City versus um, Buffalo game. I'd rather. Well, I know you don't care about well, the, the other game. <laughs> I'd rather watch that during rush hour and then have the Dallas and Cardinals game be on later so that like the third quarter when hopefully the Cardinals are up by 40 points, I can just be like, all right, this game's over and turn it off. Hey, there you go. So so this is actually beneficial for you then. Yeah, I don't think I think you're honestly not you're, when it gets to the fourth quarter of tomorrow night, if it is a blowout, you're going to see the ratings go down significantly. But mm. You're right. They probably should have, in, in, in retrospect, switched the games and probably had Dallas play earlier than have um, them play later. But uh, I think that was, you know, there might be some some influence from it's certain probably, executives. Well, that or it's probably logistics with it. You know, when you got to set up for Monday night and that whole production that it is. <laughs> uh, I mean, they made, this, they made the changes to the schedule a week and a half ago. I, I, I don't think there's yeah. that much 
I was trying to give him cover. You know, I was trying to be polite about it. <laughs> oh, no, I just blame Jerry Jones. It's all right. Yeah, enough said. Enough said. Oh, no. God. Hey, man. Uh, speaking good speaking news. of the Cowboys. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the good bad news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess good bad news, however you want to you wanna look at it. Your Dallas fan is uh, terrible news. Yeah. Um, Dak has no infection um, from his surgery, which is a good thing. So they, I guess there was a possibility that after his surgery that he was going to have some type of infection, which I guess they're now more like overreactive because of what happened with the whole Alex Smith thing. So the fact that so that didn't like, happen. Like, just stupid, cautious now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, I, you never want to see that happen to anybody. Oh, God, no. Um, But... I still am like skeptical. They still say it's going to be about four to six months. I still think that's a little bit optimistic with seeing how bad his injury is, but I'm, I'm not, I haven't looked at any of his like x-rays or any of that stuff. So I don't know, but just, just from what it, the compound fracture and then a dislocation, like, and him being a mobile quarterback, like they may say he may be back in four to six months, but if he's, is he going to be back to the way he was? Probably not. You don't want to rush it. Don't rush it. I mean, at this point, take your time. I mean, if you ask yeah, you me, don't, you know. You don't know what structural damage had, had, had happened to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't know what structural damage happened to that um, that ankle, like whether there was torn ligaments, whether like all that kind of stuff that still needs to heal. So I'll be, I'll be, I won't be pleasantly surprised. I'll be very very surprised if he if he comes back before like a week for opening day next year well i mean we wish him the best and, and yes. hope he can get back to a competing big d needs him that's for sure uh, that team's in trouble now <laughs> they were I already mean, in trouble but you know as long as he's okay he doesn't need to rush back at all like dallas can still like you know flounder without him so i'm okay with yeah. that I mean, we'll see. I don't know. You know, maybe Andy Dalton rallies the team, you know, one last ride for Andy Dalton. I mean, for your, for your case, you certainly hope not. <laughs> no, no. Andy Dalton's going to throw like six picks tomorrow night. It's going to be glorious. Yeah. Prove why Cincinnati let you go. Is that it? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, God. Um, and uh, I got to say, the, the rich are getting richer with the with the the moves that the Kansas City Chiefs made. Like honestly, it make I still and I think I said it to you this week, like it makes no sense to me why Kansas City would assign Le'Veon Bell. So I Le'Veon have Bell no, no idea. Le'Veon Bell got cut by the New York Jets, which I don't think and anybody thought still. that was gonna work. Yeah, I don't think anybody thought that was gonna work. Um no. they just they, play well, they don't are, play his style. Well they were telling him even when the Jets went, let's go get him I mean, he had sat out for a year in protest over money from Pittsburgh. There's your first sign. And then the Jets are like, man, we're going to get him. This is going to be great. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> he proved it. Yeah. So, and the Kansas City signed him. They signed him to, like, uh, it was a $1.6 million deal that he could, or worth up to $1.6 million deals. Because he's already getting, like, 14 from the jets so it was like the chiefs could just sign him for for chump change and the jets are still going to pay him the rest of his money it's absurd i'm sorry i did say you know 
I mean, you know but what? Like, they don't need him. Like, it, I just think no. it's like they had uh, uh, Clyde Allaire that, that was already there. And why? Like, I just think that you should have just stuck with him and let him develop rather than bring in Le'Veon Bell, who's going to take carries away and not let him develop into the premier back that you guys want him to be. Like, that, I just, I, I don't get that. Um, I think. Yeah, can Le'Veon Bell help you? And you're basically taking him away from another team, but I don't know. He's you, you he know got, what? It's almost like Kansas City stop. did it because they could. Yeah, you know that's I mean? kind of what, what it was. I just don't. I don't see him fitting with that team, like wow. at all. So well, it, um, amazingly, uh, with the way things have gone with him holding out against Pittsburgh and then a bust and uh, playing for the Jets, and now this guy could win a Super Bowl. I'm just. <laughs> Man, he yeah, he figured so. it out. I mean, it would you know, kind of. I'm dumbfounded by it. You and I were just both like, "Huh? <laughs> I don't get it." Yeah, I but. thought I, I thought he would have went to like, like maybe like the Patriots or like he would have went to Miami or somewhere like that that was really needed a running back and didn't really have a running game. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or uh, at the very least, I thought I actually thought he was going to go to Chicago because Chicago doesn't really have a running back at this point, um, and that would have really helped them out. But I think he saw. I think Le'Veon saw an opportunity to win a championship with the Kansas City Chiefs because of how talented they were, and he jumped at it. And they were like, "Hey, I mean, we can only offer. We can only pay you this much." He's like, "That's fine. I'm already fine. getting six million from the, the Jets, Jets are on so the hook for fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting paid." I mean, really, I mean, yeah. basically, it's like Kansas City is getting the services for free. I mean, the Jets are really footing a bill. I mean, what's a $1.6 million deal for a season? And he's going to be spending most of the time on the bench. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, he's chasing championships, man. Uh, speaking of winning, our weekly fantasy league update. Chip, how's your week going, man? Uh, it's going pretty well. Uh, I haven't checked it since uh, this afternoon. Uh, but I was winning last I checked, um, which I am right now. I'm up 132.18 to 95. Uh, I have one to play or that's in play, and that's the San Francisco defense. And the guy I'm playing has uh, Travis Kelsey and Singletary that are playing tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. He He unfortunately had Aaron Rodgers who – scored a whopping 3.8 points dude they got destroyed by tampa (laughs) yes wow but half his points ironically came from the defense and his kicker hey man take it how you can get it right (laughs) i I guess yeah he got 20 points from his kicker and 20 points from yeah yeah now surprisingly you started cam newton and he got 18.4 when you could have started Carson Wentz and had almost 30. Yeah, I saw that. I'm, uh, I'm no, okay. But, I mean, you were playing Baltimore, so obviously you were a little jittery on that. Yeah, they were playing Baltimore and Patriots playing Denver. So I was kind of like, I like the other matchup. And that's just kind of how it happens sometimes. You don't well, always, I, you always don't pick it the right way. But yeah. uh, how, how's your, how's, how are you doing this week? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, my score currently is uh, 95.84. Uh, 
against Team Football Lord, who is 92.84. I have two in play. He has two people to play. So this is how it's going to break down. Uh, I tonight have Kittle. And I have uh, Robbie Gould. So I've got the tight end and the kicker for San Francisco. If Kittle goes off, you know how that's going to go down. My opponent has two players tomorrow night, and this is where I'm getting a little nervous. He's got Zeke and Stefan Diggs. That's not good for me. Yeah, I'm not making any rash judgments because last time I made rash judgments, you ended up destroying me. <laughs> 40 so... points from Kittle and ba-boom. Yeah, but um, <laughs> on paper, it doesn't look good. I'll tell you that right no, now. No, it doesn't. It no, doesn't. it does not look good. Um, our other our other uh, matchups this week, uh, my pictatorship uh, is uh, 77.6 to Florida Triers. 61.82. Uh, my Pictatorship has two to play. Florida Triers has two in play and two to play. So that's an interesting matchup to watch. And uh, Inverness Direwolves, 113.7 against Team Dave, 84.2. Uh, Direwolves look like they're going to run away with this one. They have one in play and one to play. Team Dave has one to play. So... Looks like uh, David might be on the uh, upside down on that one. <laughs> yeah. We'll see, how it, we'll see how it pans out. Uh, my projection line for my team, it, I was supposed to be getting like killed. So the fact that I'm even remotely still in it, I'm quite pleased with. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. I had, uh, I had Derek, I have Derek Henry. So he scored me 40 points and had a monster day. So I'm cool with that. Uh, just going over the standings real quick uh, going into this week. Uh, out of the East, you have, um, I'm in first at four and one. Then you have my pictatorship at three and two dire wolves at two and three, and then team football Lord at two and three. And coming out of the West, you have Don's team at four and one, uh, team David at two and three, uh, Lakewood Wranglers at two and three and the far triers at one and four. So we're still pretty, kind uh... of in the mix. Oh Yeah. Nobody's really running away with it. Yeah, I mean, you and I, you or I, take another loss, and all, all of a sudden we're we're fighting to hang on to first place. So, absolutely. See how, so. see how it pans out. <laughs> Correct. All righty, man. All right, let's move on to the NBA. Um, let's go ahead and and give the news that we're not happy with. The game was being played while we were recording last week, and that is the fact that the Lakers are NBA champions. Where 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 to start? Um, it, congratulations to the Lakers. Yes. But it infuriates me with the fact that now everyone is gushing. And by gushing, I mean like infatuated with the fact that they now are claiming to, that LeBron is the proverbial goat. And it sickens me to no end because there is... No way that he is the goat um, of of the best of basketball. Um, I mean, you can make the argument for a lot of other players. I still think Jordan is by far a lot better than he was in his time, and the competition was a lot higher. The competition um, was higher. I mean, look, like in the days when Jordan was playing, and you and I talked about this before, how physical the game was. You know, it was almost it was almost like it was uh what do we say? No blood, no foul, you know? Now mm-hmm. 
you even remotely breathe on the guy the wrong way when he goes for a layup and you're getting called for it. I, I don't think LeBron would be able to play in that NBA from the 80s and 90s. I really don't. No. I think the other thing you have to – I love how they keep throwing out the stats like, oh, he's got so many points. He's got so many rebounds. He's got so many assists. And it's like – and I look at it and I go, well, he did it over 17 years, whereas Le- like Michael Jordan did it over 15. Still won more championships, still had a more playoff wins, still was like pretty much had part of a, a dynasty, whereas – LeBron's jumped from team to team to team. And like, yeah, he's won it with three different teams, but he also had, he like when, when he was in the East playing, there was really no other competition. So he basically had a free ride to the finals every year. Right. And, and, and he didn't win it until he went to Miami and teamed up with two other all-stars and, and, but even then only was able to win it once when he was like, you know, his, his favorite uh, press conference where he's like, we're not, not one, not two, not three. And it was like, yeah, you only won one. Good job. Like, I I just like, (laughs) like uh, you could, and you could, I mean, you could make the argument that Michael Jordan had Scottie Pippen and all the other players around him and and Dennis Rodman. But at, at the same time, like, Jordan came into the league and lit the league on fire and was consistently good. Consistent. And he, and (laughs) it wasn't like, so like there are certain stats that you could throw out that like LeBron James is an awful free throw shooter. Like if you are the goat, you are not awful at anything. I'm sorry. At least be, at least be average. Yeah, no, he's like awful. At least. (laughs) I don't know how many, like, how many like uh texts or or pictures i sent you where it was like like they showed up some ridiculous stat of like how terrible he was and i was like hmm he's supposed to be the goat right question mark <laughs> like it was yeah. like his, his his like fourth quarter free throw percentage is like 60 something and i'm like i could shoot better than that so like it's ba- like, is bad it's bad it, it, it's it it just it it annoys me that now everyone's like like there, there was an article on ESPN. It was like, oh, like uh, LeBron versus Jordan, who's the goat? And then it's like everyone's like, it's LeBron, it's LeBron, it's LeBron. It's like, no. Oh, oh like, yeah, slow your roll, man. <laughs> like he's won uh, what uh, three, four championships over seventeen years, and how many Jordan teams? Won six and, and, six and how many trying? Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> And and I'm and Jordan would have won won so many more after that if the team had stayed together and they didn't and then Jordan kind of walked away in his prime. LeBron's still trying to play like as he's good playing, as LeBron, he's playing for the glory. Yeah, like as good as LeBron is, like you can see this year that he needed Anthony Davis. Like he would not have been able to do half the things that he was able to do without Anthony Davis. No, man. Like AD propped him up big time. AD definitely carried that team a lot this year. Um, but going off of that, they, they did come out with the the quote unquote way too early power rankings. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to look look at them, but how long do we have until uh, basketball season starts? A few months. <laughs> I don't know. They still haven't they still haven't decided when they're going to start the season. So mm. we're still wor- we're working on the the draft and the off season. I think for right now. Um, but 
I was looking at them, and they interestingly they have the Miami Heat down at number nine. Now, as everybody knows, the Miami Heat went to the finals. Interesting. Um, they have them one spot above the Brooklyn Nets, whoa, which I can what, see that. Whoa, because, hang on. Who, who's writing this? <laughs> uh, well, you got to understand they, they did that because Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, DeAndre Jordan are all coming back to the Nets. So I can kind of see that. Um, they have the, the Toronto Raptors at 11 with the uncertainty between Fred Van Vliet and Abaka and Gasol and whether they're unrestricted free agents and whether they're going to stay or, or leave. Um, they have the Celtics. So let me look at this again. So they have the Bucks at three and then the Celtics at seven. I'm looking at the mm-hmm. East um, okay. right now. And they have the Sixers at eight. Okay, that's not too bad. Uh, I, I think with Doc Rivers arriving, that probably helped their rankings. Yeah. yeah. They, ha- they have one. Uh, one is the Lakers, two is the Clippers, four is the Nuggets, and five is the Mavericks. And then okay. they have the Golden State Warriors at six. Wow. They're, they're, uh, I mean, their, their season was, like, messed up from injuries and whatnot. They're, Golden State's trying to tell the league, hey, we're not done yet. We've got another run in us, but I don't know. Yeah, and then it, when it goes on beyond that, they have Rockets at twelve, Jazz at thirteen, Trailblazers at fourteen, Thunder at fifteen, and you get to the Pacers at sixteen. Okay. Um, Pelicans at seventeen, Grizzlies at eighteen, Suns at nineteen. Do me a Magic. favor. Before you go through the rest of the list, where? Are the Knicks? <laughs> Please don't tell me they're at the bottom. Uh, you don't want to know. They're at the bottom, aren't they? <laughs> Son of a. Go ahead. I will put it this. I'll put it this way. You have twenty nine teams in front of you. Uh huh. <laughs> and thirty team. There's thirty teams in the league. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so what you're telling me is, for the upcoming season, if they finish. Anything better than thirtieth, they beat expectations. Yeah, I'd give that. I give that. They can't get worse. <laughs> they can't be worse. Oh God! I mean, they're 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 just above the Cleveland Cavaliers. Wow. They're. I mean, they're just. Excuse me. They're just yeah, behind just below. the Cavaliers. Just below okay. them. So right. there's hope. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't, so, I don't know what kind of hope you can put in there for this one, yeah. honestly. I just thought – I think it's very interesting about how heavily the West is, with mm-hmm. the, it, it, at least in the top 10. Because in the top 10, there's only two, three, four, I guess five. But it's like even in the top five, there's – it's four and one when it comes to West versus East. And – the seven, eight, nine, ten are all east. So it's like the top six. It's like five and one, and then four and zero, like beyond that. Figures. <laughs> so they definitely value the east as being the better conference. Mm-hmm. Um. So now that the Lakers are the champions, let me ask you this. Now we don't know how next season is going to go, but do you think that the Lakers could repeat? They won the championship. 
but at times they showed signs of struggling. They they should be the favorite to repeat, but I I can see it not happening. Uh, that on top of what moves are they going to make in the offseason between now and whenever the next season gets going? That's, I mean, they they seem like the likely candidate, but if you watch the games and like you said, like what would Ron with his foul shooting and whatnot, they, they struggled at times. They just seemed to manage to hit the gas at the right time and pull it out. Uh, so even though they were probably the heavily favorites, I, I could see them being unseated. I mean, the Clippers want another whack at them, without question. Clippers want to try and take the West. So uh, that's a tough one. On paper, they should repeat, but I more and more I'm leaning towards no. I don't think they will. You? Yeah, I um, I don't think they'll repeat just from the fact that I think them being in a bubble was the best. Oh, was the best. Yeah, it was. It was very conducive to them winning. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I think that they will have to having to, for them to travel and not be in the same arena every time every game is mm-hmm. going to affect them. I, I think that playing with fans is definitely going to change it. So. I don't think that they will repeat. They may go to like the conference finals or something like that, but right. I don't think they're going to the finals. So you you think this was they they squeaked this one out and now Yeah, I think that I think you're going to see a, a a Denver team that's going to get better. Mm-hmm. Um I think Denver made some serious big strides in the bubble and they did. Yes, I'll, they did. I'll be it I'll be it a few calls going their way here or there or a ball bouncing this way or that way i think they could have beat them this year Mm -hmm. um and i think they again they're only going to get better and they make they make a couple of moves and i think they're there with them they have a better team i gotta tell you man during during the playoffs man were we pulling for them or what (laughs) oh absolutely they're like come Uh, on you know though we we wanted to see that but, so I think going, I think going out of the West, it's going to be one of those three teams. I think it's going to be the Clippers, the Lakers, or the Nuggets. One of those three teams, I think, is going to go to the finals. And if you had the choice out of the three, who's your proverbial favorite? No, Denver, hands down. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, speaking of the Western Conference and the Clippers, we got some news on the Clippers. Yeah, uh, Ty Lue, uh has been uh, signed as the coach of the Clippers. I don't think there was any. Surprise. Surprise with that. I think that was kind of the writing on the wall, even though he did interview with the Houston job and then it was reports earlier that he was going to take the Houston Rockets job, but I don't think that was a good fit for him. Um, mm-hmm. I think him going to the the Clippers is adds to more entertainment value because <laughs> yeah, nice way to put it. Uh, he used to coach LeBron and now he's going to be coaching against LeBron on many occasions. Um, I think it, it adds to the drama of that, that rivalry. That's going to be, uh, Ooh, portrayed. Yeah. that is without question, <laughs> without question. So I, I can't wait to see how that pans out. But, uh, so would you say that was a good fit for the Clippers picking up Ty Lue? Oh, absolutely. That, I, I think that was more of a, 
like they kind of wanted to make Ty Lue the the coach, but they needed sort of a reason to get rid of Doc Rivers, and their collapse was kind of like their reason Perfect. to get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. So it was like it was like all right, well Ty Lue wants to be the coach of another team. Uh, Doc Rivers just got fired. It's it just makes sense for us to keep some kind of continuity. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think is. that was that was like the perfect marriage, even before it was a marriage. Well, we'll see how it uh, see how it pans out. I mean, there's a, there's a little bit of a coaching carousel uh, the season for the NBA, so it'll be interesting to see how the um, the new coaches work with their new teams when we get the next season, whenever that might be. <laughs> oh man, we talked about NFL, we talked about NBA. Let's talk about the excitement ship that is Major League Baseball. One team has already punched their ticket to the World Series, and as we are doing the show this evening, another team is, uh, we're going to have another uh, winner emerge tonight, representing the National League. And I got to tell you, this show uh, pertaining to Major League Baseball tonight could have gone either way. I was kind of rather wicked on Major League Baseball early this season and (laughs) before the season started. And I got to tell you, uh, congratulations to to Tampa punching their ticket to the series. And I will be outright honest, had Houston won, I would have been livid. I am going to go the opposite way, and I was actually kind of rooting for the Houston. Um, you, went, you were hoping to see a Houston Dodgers World Series, weren't you? <laughs> yes, I was, very much yes. so. I was, yes. I was hoping for something that would keep me interested in the actual World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, and, if, and, and right now, the... The Dodgers are playing the Braves, and the Braves are up. And if it's Tampa Bay versus the Braves, I I really have no desire to watch any of those games. It's very southeast, isn't it? I mean, we're like the halfway point between (laughs) two teams. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's I I have to root. I definitely have to root for the Rays because I hate the Braves. So, like, I I don't know. Like, it would just like I don't want to root for either of those teams, but I would have rather have seen Houston in there just because there would have been some type of drama. One way or another, right? And it, yeah. of course, had had they made it, you know, you you heard them through the playoffs. Once they got through the first round, it was the whole, oh yeah, you y'all haters are gonna hate. You're saying we couldn't do it. The only way we could do it is because we cheated. We're out here proving that we could do it. I mean, if they made it to the World Series and then God forbid they won it, oh man, they never would have shut up. It would not have that's, stopped. That's true. The fact, that, but I mean, you got also got to think of it this way, like. The the question comes out like, did you guys really need to cheat? Like you guys still had Seriously. a high powered offense and still were playing very well. Did you really need to cheat? Well, did that really affect how you were playing? What's funny is if you look at their roster for this season compared to that World Series season, I would say their roster is weaker. They've done more with less. Yeah. You know, I mean, if they were going to cheat, I hate to say it, now would have been the time. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Like, they, they, they had a better roster the, the last time they won it. And I just think there would have been, there would have been, like, that would have been, like, movie quality entertainment, if like, watching it. Like, been like a Major League know. script, dude. <laughs> yeah. There would have been bra- brawls, people getting beamed. I mean, go ahead. Take your pick. It would have been all of the above. So... Um, but yeah, like you said, Tampa Bay has already punched their ticket. Uh, the, there has been one bright spot for the Dodgers that I think is unexpected. And that's, uh, Corey Seager has just been tearing it up 
Oh my god! Late. He he had like what two home runs the other night, and then another yep. one last night, and um, he's zero for one right now. But he's just he's he's single handedly kept the Dodgers in this series. Because let's be honest, what what Braves were up three one, and the Dodgers won the last two games. Um, and Crazy. It's, been, it's, it's been, it's been a, both series have been comeback series because Tampa Bay was up three, nothing. And then Houston came back to make a game seven and they just fell short four to two last night. And now Dodgers were down three, one, and they made it a, to game seven and, and they're down two Oh right now. So if they win, it would be, they, they definitely made a great comeback. Um, you know they're still in the second inning, so it's still early. But, but uh, and have you seen, um, especially with the uh, the Braves Dodgers games, there's been some instances where there were some runs scored early. But it seems like in the in the middle innings and in, later in the game, man, I, something clicks in these teams and the bats just get hot. I think it's the bullpen. I think the starters are so good that when they get when they pull the starters to go to the bullpen. That's when the scoring happens. <laughs> yeah, that's when the scoring happens. Because, gotcha. like, I mean, minus a couple of times, like, Kershaw got lit up the other night um, in the sixth inning. But I think that when they start, like, last night, like, the Dodgers held on the win because their bullpen played well. I think, a, mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is, I know for Tampa Bay, they don't let their starters go past, like, five innings. Oh, no. So, that like, that load management, man. <laughs> I mean, everybody pitches like on into Bay. They're like they basically go to their bullpen and be like, "Hey, you guys are all going to just pitch every night, so get used to it." Like they pull their they pull their starters after like five innings instead of like the conventional like we're going to let them go seven or eight. Yeah, hey, you know he he seems to have a hot hand. He's got it. Let him go. Nah, they're just like I don't care if it's hot or not. Sit. <laughs> yes. I mean it's it's working for them, so we'll we'll see what how that turns out. So, so what's your prediction for this the World Series? Who do you think is going to win tonight, and then who do you think is going to win the World Series? I think, I think, I feel, I think the Dodgers still got the fight in them. I think the Dodgers are going to turn around and win that game tonight, and then we're going to have Tampa Bay and LA. Uh, oof. Tampa Bay and LA, if that's what it comes down to, they both have some great pitching and they've got some amazing uh, batters. But both of them would have had to basically, they blew their leads. Or, well, in the case of Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay blew the lead, uh, giving up three games to Houston before they finally closed the deal. LA, on the other hand, you could make the argument is hot going into this series if they win tonight. I want Tampa to win. I really want Tampa to win, but something tells me that Los Angeles would win in that matchup. I am going with Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay is going to win it all. I hope so. I really want them to. God, I want them to. That's all I've. That's all I've been ranting and raving about uh, since the season started. And then, of course, the Yankees were out, so even more. I wanted to pull for Tampa. So I, I would love for Tampa to win it, one hundred percent. But I think if they play the Dodgers, I think the Dodgers will have their number. It would definitely be interesting because it's two completely different philosophies of a team. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the Rays are like that. They're not like overpowering with power bats and they're not overpowering with arms. But they the Dodgers, 
Yeah, they get it done. Dodgers are like the opposite. They have like the big bats and then they have the big arms and their pitching staff. So it, it, it's it would be interesting to see the different contrasting styles of how they play. I agree. Absolutely. Well, we'll uh, we'll hold our breath and wait. You know, by the time we get around to the next episode, we'll have some World Series to talk about. <laughs> so moving along on to the NHL, the offseason continues. <laughs> So what big news do we have from the NHL? Uh, I mean, it's it's been fairly quiet over the past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just free agency. Like, I, I, I feel like the NHL is one of those, like, off-seasons that really, like, nothing happens. You kind of just re-sign your own players, and then... And off you go. <laughs> That's off you go. Like there's like there's like other there's like the big names on the free agent market, but like they don't really get signed until later. And like there, like this week when you look at what actually happens over the last seven days, um, I mean there's been a few signings. Uh, there's not anything that's gonna like write home. Um, there's nothing that really went wow, man, what a move. It just kind of like. Eh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, a lot of it's been, like, one- or two-year deals for, like, a couple million. Not a lot of the big-name free agents have gotten signed. Most of them are, are staying mm-hmm. with their team. Um, so do you think, uh, of course, our favorite question on the show lately, um, do you think because of the way that the, um, the, the season ended so late, there's a delay to the start of the next season, salary cap money is a question and all that, so do you think like these teams are maybe kind of like in a holding pattern, just kind of stick with what you got, maybe make one or two quiet signings. Let's get through next season and then hope things return to normal. Um, I think, I just think this is what NHL goes through all the, every time, all the, every off season. Mm-hmm. It's not a, like a, they're not like. They're not uh, splashy. Real, they're not splashed. Yeah, Unless not, it's not, like an Ovechkin or a Sid the Kid or something like that, everyone's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's what it, it feels it, like. like. For them, it, it, there's not as much movement and there's not as much like media coverage and hyped up. Like like when I when the NFL goes in their free agency, I literally have uh, either ESPN on or NFL.com or NFL network on and I'm watching their free agency oh, and yeah. I'm just like staring at it and then and analyzing and stuff like that. And I NHL, you go to NHL network and, and watch that, but it's it's not the same like as far as the movement of players. A lot of times the players get extensions and they have these long deals and they stay with their teams for for years or, or they're traded. They're not really like there's not the free agency is, is not as big as it is in the NFL or the yeah. NBA or like where it's like marquee and it, and I think like there's a lot of players, there's still a lot of good players left out there, but there, I don't know. It's, it's just different. It's a different animal. I mean, and again, like hockey is probably the least of the big four. They're on the bottom. uh, They're the bottom feeders. Unfortunately, I love hockey, but, but they're not football. They're not basketball. They're definitely and not baseball, you know? So like the world comes to a standstill when the NFL draft happens, period. <laughs> Hockey, it's like, oh, they, they had the draft. Okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, like, the big signing this past week was uh, uh, Dodonoff signed with the Ottawa Senators for three years, $5 million average. So, like, that's a 
that's a big name for them. Um, Joe Thornton went to the Tampa Bay or Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, but like, you don't see like, like, uh, like the Golden Knights made a big splash, but that was two, a week and a half ago. Um, but you don't see a lot of like the, like the lightning, they just want it. You don't see them making like a big signing. You don't yeah. see like, like these really good teams making big signings. It's usually the, the bad teams that are signing good players from good teams. And then the teams that are really successful have their core and then they have good miners that are they're bringing up people and then they supplement veterans here or there it's it's completely different mm-hmm. than like the the nba where they're signing a bunch of veterans to build a team it's not or um the like nfl where you sign a bunch of veterans to to kind of build your team like hockey is like definitely a, a game where they build from within and then they add pieces to complement those players mm-hmm. <laughs> What more can you say? <laughs> yeah, so I mean that, that, that so, the off season is always quiet. Like it's it's busy, but it's it's not as publicized or is not as like flashy as the right. other ones. So the only thing you got for NHL is the off season is continuing. They're still signing players. There hasn't really been any major deals. You know what? I, this and it's funny too because when when we started the show and we were doing the build up towards the sports starting and whatnot, it kind of became like a joke from with us. It was just like NHL. Yeah. We're waiting to get word, turn the page and go to the other sport. Now, now they've gotten through the season. We covered hockey. We had the Stanley cup. It was fantastic. Now we're back into the off season. We're like, uh, yeah, it's kind of quiet. We'll, we'll get back to you when there's something to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah. Oh man. All right, let's let's head up some random topics slash college sports. Uh, it was an interesting week for college football. I'm still I don't know how to feel about the college football season. I just we still have conference play that has not taken place yet, and you have teams with undefeated records at the top of the poll. And then you've got teams in the top 10. You've got two teams in the top 10 who haven't played a game yet. What the hell? Chip. Well, I, I will, I will say that the big 10 does start this weekend or next okay. weekend. Finally. Um, so we will have, you know, teams that have zero and zero have actual played a game. My, my question for you, because they had the big matchup, last night between Alabama and Georgia yep. and Alabama ran away with it. What are your feelings on that game in particular? There doesn't seem to be anything to slow down the Alabama train. That's what I'm thinking. Um, Georgia, Georgia's a competitive team. The last few seasons they've gotten better, but uh, if they want to win the SEC and they, they got to win the big games, man. And, you know, losing to Alabama, it just like, ugh. You, you know, in college football, when you're like, hey, Alabama did this, Alabama did that, it was like the, the Patriots with Tom Brady. Like, can we please turn the page? We are so sick and tired of hearing about Alabama. And I'm sorry, we mean no offense to the Alabama fans. That's your team. Keep on winning. Um, but a lot of us are just like, we're tired of it. <laughs> you know, I don't know if that's going to be a preview of things to come in the SEC championship. That is a big question. Uh, I mean, these guys could be on a collision course to have a a, a rematch. 
And if that's the case, then, man, I hope Georgia gets it together and knocks Alabama off. But the, the fact that Alabama ran away with it the way they did, I really expected better from Georgia. So do you think that because they are going to play each other again, do you think that in the college playoff you could have Georgia and Alabama both be in it, or is it one of those things where it can only be one? Because of the ranking system, and the and the way these polls and everything go, there <laughs> funnier things have happened. But yes, you could legitimately have both of those teams in the college football playoff, which is ridiculous. So they theoretically could play each other three times. I don't think they would play. Uh, or, or, well, yeah, three times. Uh, they played now. They could play in the SEC uh, title game, and then yes, I mean they could be in the college football playoff. They could play each other. It, it, the odds of it happening, not much. Is it a possibility? Yes, it, it definitely is. But there's a bunch of stuff that would happen, uh, have to happen uh, for that to become a possibility. Like Georgia would have to finish their season strong, win their remaining games. Alabama needs to re- win their remaining games. Clemson, like anybody else above them or behind them, is going to have to like go on a losing streak or, or have a or, or win, but uh, by close margins close games, the the AP poll and all that, they take that into account. I mean, like Clemson played Georgia Tech on Saturday and beat them 73-7. to seven. Clemson is an dominating, overwhelmingly number one, thanks to Trevor Lawrence. So I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't see show. I don't see Clemson getting getting knocked off of that. So let's start right there. Clemson's your number one seed. If, they, if this keeps up the way it is, they're going to be your number one seed. So you got two, three, and four. Uh, you know, now now we look uh, uh, how these rankings take place and whatnot in the the BCS standings and see what happens. So, do you think that Clemson wins the national championship this year? I mean, from the way it looks, it doesn't look like anybody's going to stop them. Um, it's, it, Trevor Lawrence, man, he's just, he's he's too good in the way he's leading that team. I mean, he's the number one pick in the draft. Everybody knows it. Uh, I I don't see. The only th- argument that could be made is people go, well, Alabama could be their foil. No, I don't think so. I think Clemson's going to steamroll everybody they play, hundred percent. So you think so? You think that they're going to be national champions? Oh, yeah, I'm going to go on the record now and say I I feel from what I can see, and of course, again, the Big Ten hasn't started conference play yet, but Big Ten hasn't won anything in a while. They're competitive, but not enough to get over the hump. So yeah, I'm going to say Clemson takes it. Okay. Um, and then we did have a postponement of the Florida LSU game yeah. this past week because yeah. uh, Florida <laughs> had an outbreak of COVID. Um, so that I think got moved back to December. Uh, which is, yeah. So that is, that's going to be an interesting matchup between the LSU and Florida. It's going to be, I know, highly contested around here. So uh, keep out for that game because it'll be, it'll be interesting to see who ends up winning that. Yeah, especially if they're playing it later in the season. Um, depending on how the rest of the SEC pans out, that game could have uh, some implications for sure. <laughs> we'll see. Absolutely. SEC championship. All right, man. Cool. Well, with that being said, we are going to move along. Uh, we're going to do something a little bit different tonight. We're going to pass along our next segment. 
so we can uh, jump out into our favorite part of the show. Chip, you know what it's time for, don't you, buddy? It's time for Chip's Chumps. Bad plays, bad players, awful calls, poor sportsmanship. The worst of the week with Chip's Chumps. All right, guys, it's that time again. So we're going to get right into it. Let's see here with our number five. So I have to say number five goes to, um, we talked about it earlier in the show. We kind of underestimated the rules and restrictions that the NFL had put on its players. uh, And the fact now that they're sitting there and they're like, hmm, we should send players home who are sick and we should have them isolate just as a precaution. Also, we should have them who are coming close contact be put on a list. So if you watched any of the games this weekend, there were a lot of players missing. Well, the reason was because they came in contact with someone who had COVID. So they got put on this list. Um, why in the world weren't you doing that to begin with? Like, that just makes no sense. Now you're seeing an outbreak in all these teams. It's like, no duh, because like everyone's been in close contact with someone who has COVID or is sick. And is there's such thing as called a false negative. Like, so number five goes to the NFL COVID committee or whoever made these, these rules and regulations because you guys were just stupid. Like, should absolutely had had these restrictions made in place since day one. The fact that you didn't, like, when I go to work, the first thing I'd ask you is, like, have you come in contact with anyone who has COVID? Have you tested positive? Do you feel sick? And then you, yes or no. The fact that you guys didn't have that is just stupid. It, it just makes no sense. Like, it, it's absolutely, like, a negligent like, uh, way to run the business. So, for that, the NFL COVID committee, moron. All right, number four. Number four goes to, he had a very bad day today. Um, so bad that he got pulled from the game and replaced by Casey Keenum, who was an even bad, even worse quarterback. Uh, Baker Mayfield threw two interceptions and was 10 for 18 for 119 yards for the first three quarters of the game. Yeah, that's bad. That's really bad. Your team got spanked in a half, and it's mostly because you sucked today. So for that, you got on number four, Baker Mayfield. Uh, there was actually kind of funny. There was a uh, there was a, a tweet out there of of your picture on Hulu with a commercial, and they said they put in the wrong Baker Mayfield today. Yeah, well, you definitely were the scrawnier looking, terrible quarterback that uh, we all kind of knew you were, but you just it made apparent when the you played the Steelers. So we, yeah. Baker Mayfield, moron. So we're going number three here. Number three goes to Florida's football coach. And the reason I put him on there, Dan Mullen, is because you were trying to hype up the LSU-Florida game and basically said that, hey, everybody, we should open the stand so that everybody comes in and, you know, not worry about this whole COVID thing and and – have everybody be sitting next to each other and, you know, 
forget about the restrictions that we have. Let's just open it all up. Well, you tested positive for COVID, you idiot. Like, really? Like, you can't sit there and make that comment and then go ahead and get COVID. It, it, it's, it's, ugh. it's frustrating. Like, you say stupid stuff, you're going to get put on the list. Hands down. This was a stupid, stupid thing that you said. And I know you're trying to hype up the game, but just don't say that. Like, especially now that you've got the game postponed because half your team tested positive for COVID and you tested positive for COVID. Like, moron. Going with number two here. So, I'm all for celebrating for a championship. I'm all for, you know, having emotion. But J.R. Smith, why in God's name did you take your shirt off for the champ after you won? You didn't play any minutes in the series. And you're celebrating like you were like the main person in the that helped them win it. And you're throwing off your jersey. Like it, there obviously wasn't any sweat on it because you didn't play. The only sweat that you probably got on it was from just sitting on the bench nervous because you might not win it. Um, you only got signed on the team because uh, LeBron kind of like said, hey, we just need another person on here. We need another face just in case somebody gets hurt. You didn't play like at all throughout the entire playoffs, maybe like a total of 10 minutes. So the fact that you're like throwing off your jersey, running around without your shirt on, first of all, no one wants to see that. Please, God, no one wants to see that. Second of all, you didn't do anything. You should have just let the entire other team celebrate and you clapping in the wings because that's really all you did the entire time you were there, which is clapping the wings. You didn't play anything. So, J.R. Smith, moron. Number one goes to – this is actually kind of funny. I'm sorry, Don. This, is, this, this, is, this goes to uh, one of your, your, your players on your team. Um, I'll so take you it with a grain of salt. <laughs> if you if you watch the game on Tuesday, Titans and Titans running back absolutely obliterated Josh Norman. It was hilarious. It wasn't a, like you normally get a stiff arm. No, he like took him to school like he was like a like a four year old child and stiffed arm him and threw him away. And it was like it was something that you only see in like Pop Warner that that like you have that big running back and you have this like little small kid that runs up and you just like pushes his hand out and the kid goes flying. Like that was kind of what it was. He got destroyed and it was hilarious. So Josh Norman, next time you're going to try to go up against someone who's probably a lot stronger and twice your size, go for the legs, you know, try to stay away from his arms. You know, don't get put on every meme and tweet and, hysterical laughing show that everyone makes fun of you for an entire week. So, uh, yeah, Josh Norman moron. Well, that's it guys. That's, that's my list. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to get better at posting it up. I am definitely going to post this up on our discord and Twitter. Uh, I have been slacking on that in the last few weeks. Uh, I'm definitely going to get better at doing that. So let me know what you guys think, whether you agree, disagree, and we'll, we'll go from there. It really, I, I watched the play happen and I was just like, dude, <laughs> that's, that's an ego breaker right there uh, with Josh Norman. <laughs> it was not good.
Yeah, it was it was whole. I I I, I, I laughed. I laughed. <laughs> I I, you it. can't do anything but laugh. I just you I was like, wow. You're just like watching, and then all of a sudden that happens, and your eyes get really big, and you're like, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, geez, oh, and that was a nationally televised game. Thanks. <laughs> yes, yes, he he beat him like a, a redheaded stepchild or whatever that that thing is. Yeah, it was bad. Oh man, let's uh. Let's go ahead and uh, we're going to hit the final buzzer here. It's the final buzzer. The last moments of the show. Okay, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, you heard it. We are at the final buzzer. Another show in the books, but... Before we go ahead and wrap it up, Chip, what do you got for our movie of the week? So the movie of the week that I put down there was was basically put on here because somebody on the show here has never seen it, and I really want him to watch it this week. So Don Moneyball is the movie of the week. Uh, It's a 2011 film with Jonah Hill, Brad Pitt, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, and is the true story of the Oakland Athletics in the mid-2000s. It goes through the very analytical side of baseball, and honestly, I think this this whole concept revolutionized sports and Mm -hmm. how we have so many statistic categories and how they got – it started the whole WAR and – uh, OBP and there's so many statistics it, in baseball. They, they looked at so much more than just batting average and strikeouts and uh, ERA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the quote of the movie that I would like to throw out there, which I thought was pretty funny, is uh, Billy Bean, who is played by Brad Pitt, goes, "Would you rather get one shot in the head or five in the chest and bleed to death?" And then Peter Brand, who I believe in the movie is Jonah Hill goes are those my only two options <laughs> so that kind and of you want like, me to watch I, this <laughs> yes there, there's there's a lot of like funny banter back and forth and it, it really is a cool story and it goes through and explains a lot of how how oakland was able to use this concept of looking at statistics to how statistics of their players can equal wins versus the conventional way which was we got a scout and does this player like go there the, he, he, he swing games. swing yeah. the bat right we got to go watch them this is more of like the analytical like we're just going to push numbers and see if we add this person with this number and take this number and how many wins are they going to get us and that we should get this amount of wins um there is a book out there for it, which I think does a lot better job of explaining the actual statistics part of it. But the movie is actually really good. So uh, I definitely think, Don, you should watch it this week. So is that my homework assignment for the week? Yes. And if I don't, can I see myself on top of the chumps list again? No, I won't do it that far. But I, I, if I say for you to watch it this week, you may watch it in four weeks. So, Ouch. All right. So the under over is what? <laughs> <laughs> here we go thanks i appreciate the confidence honestly <laughs> absolutely all right man uh that's another show in the books we appreciate you all for joining us uh we did want to kind of tease out there a little bit for those 
that watch the beginning of the show, there's actually a new logo on the side. We have a logo refresh coming out. We're updating the artwork a little bit. And with the updated artwork, finally, after six plus months, uh, Chip, we're getting ready to uh, launch that merch. I've been chatting with the powers that be. We're going to send them the uh, some of the artwork I've got here, and we're finally going to get all those T-shirts and coffee mugs and everything else we could think of out there. So uh, uh, it took a while, but boom, it's done. <laughs> yep, yep. We will uh, look forward to that. Yeah, man. All right, man. Um, we're going to go ahead and head out. Chip, you got anything else for the listeners out there? No, but just want to say thanks for listening to us and uh, hopefully come back next week. All righty, man. Uh, we thank you all for listening and we're out. You've been listening to Sportscasters Anonymous. Your opinion may differ, but that doesn't mean you're right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. We hope you were intrigued or at least entertained. You can find the podcast on all the major networks. Find us on Discord and Patreon at Random Chatter. Hook up on the website at randomchatter.com and browse through the merchandise at randomchatter.com slash store. We'll see you next time. This is Sportscasters Anonymous. Signing off.